Kraken. Oh, you went full Sandler right there. <laughs> hey, you and I are going to Young Life Camp this weekend. And this might not be fun for anybody else, but I just thought like a like a, a smattering of memories from Young Life Camp might be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, here's one. Um, almost Super Bowl MVP. T. Higgins, who scored two touchdowns in the most recent Super Bowl, who has got to be, if the world were, if the world made any sense at all, he's in the top five receivers in the NFL. Um, not getting the clout right now, in my opinion, but yeah. I'm a homer. But uh, he did not beat us at horseball. No, I've one never, time. I'll never at, lose to him in horseball or cornhole. And young, at Young Life Camp, yeah. horseball for those who are uninitiated is a is a game you play on a ping pong. Or sorry, on a pool table with a cue ball and an eight ball, and it's very hard to describe, but it's extremely fun once you learn how to play it. Yeah. But T couldn't hang with either you or me. Mm-mm. I remember when he, <laughs> we had been playing a huge game. He wasn't there. He walks in towards the end of it, and he's like, "Ah, oh, who's who's winning this game?" And then you said something. I'm I might misquote you, but I'm going to try to get what your quote to him was, which was, "T, it's a." Uh, it's just like college football every year. It's Alabama, Georgia. It's Lee and T. Cox at the end. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's amazing. It was am- and he was like, "Ah, oh, I can't, I can't stand it. Somebody beat these men." And, and you were like, "It's just like college football, T." Oh man, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. I don't know that I can. Hmm. He just caught. I didn't. I wasn't prepared for this. Let's, this shows how little we prep for our show. Oh yeah, let's let's go with. Uh, some other classics like you just let me know that's what i'm asking for right now yeah how about the how about the year that it rained so hard everybody thought the day was ruined but mud ball was invented up on the soccer field i wasn't there for that one. Oh, you weren't there for that i was one? a high schooler wow and i wasn't there that weekend yeah that was that was that, that may have to be dusted off this week yeah it's gonna rain on us literally uh, these, the university weekend. of south carolina moved their football game till to thursday this week because of how much rain they we're about to get i'll never forget this past summer at summer camp when they brought out the big cookie and Nora had already been at, uh, she had already been a, a work crew kid. Yeah. So she like convinced her entire table to take the big cookie, which is, if you haven't seen it, it's like a, like a 12 inch aluminum cookie sheet. It's like a medium pizza, but medium pizza, cookie. but it's a cookie. And then they dump a big load of ice cream on the top of it. They put that thing underneath the table. All the girls at the table got underneath the table with yeah. spoons and they demolished that thing it came up with no atoms of cookie or ice cream <laughs> it's amazing like at the top of it i got another camp ridiculous camp memory which was we took anna to young life camp when she was two weeks old okay i was doing program you think she remembers it <laughs> oops we went to windy gap the special music guy was a guy named billy Servany, who was at that time single childless and he like was obsessed with baby Anna. Like he, like we swaddled her up and like he would hold that little burrito baby the whole weekend. He's just like, he just couldn't get enough of the baby. And, um, yeah, there's young life camp is a pretty special place. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of things kind of stand out as I survey the Mm -hmm. past 20 years of being involved with a, a young life camp in some way. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm at. Well, I mean, I my first summer camp I was it was 08. 
I remember <laughs> 14 years ago. I just remembered playing, um, which maybe this will spark something in you, but I just remembered playing um, uh, Ultimate Frisbee in a game where I was I was back playing defense and Jake Livengood is about to score a touchdown and I pass interfered and pushed him onto the ground so hard. And I think you got really mad at me. Did I? I think so. I, I always get all the flack for being competitive, but people don't see your competitiveness <laughs> as closely as I do. I'm the one who gets told to calm down and I, sometimes I want to be like I definitely divert your eyes to the other person yeah. who's more competitive than I me. definitely should have calmed down at that point <laughs> that was that was not so great yeah it happens it happens to everybody but you know it's fun to play a sport it, where people who are way more athletic than you but they don't know how to throw a frisbee yes and all of a sudden it's a level playing field or unlevel because, or unlevel like it or like you know even the like you can be someone as a 40 inch vertical, but you don't know where a Frisbee is going to break or land. Yes. It's, and it just takes one little deke of like, I'm going to go here, but actually I'm going there. <laughs> it's amazing. I can remember being, um, being at in club music, um, uh, surrounded by guys and singing free fallen and, and all the guys in my cabin changing the lyrics to something that was inappropriate. And yeah. me like wanting to laugh so bad, but also like wanting them to know that I wasn't happy with this development. But like, and and as a young life leader, you're just trying to, <laughs> you're just trying to live this moment well. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, on one hand, you're like, guys, stop, stop, yeah. stop. On the other hand, you're like, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a tightrope. It's a it's a line you got to walk there. Man, you know that camp's just fun. I'm excited. It is fun. I mean, I'll never forget. Um, that's where I met Matthew Ruiz. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'll never forget um, <laughs> being awakened by Jacob Calhoun at three in the morning because Isaiah Boone was losing his dinner on the floor of the yeah. cabin. And then the door of the bathroom. And on the door of the bathroom. And Jacob was like, hey, Boone is sick. I don't know what to do. And I looked at Jacob and said, I'm a dad. I know exactly what to do. I've I'm been here dad, before. I know exactly what to do. Yeah. Oh. Welcome to Ancient New We're folks. excited for camp. We are. We're excited to go. We're excited. We're going to, basically we're going to sprint for 36 hours. We're not going to get good sleep. By the time when you, I can't imagine you and I recording this podcast next week with voices that aren't hoarse. Yeah, that's true. You gotta, you gotta do special music. Well, yeah, because not, nah, not only are we leaders at camp with guys in cabins, yeah. which is a lot of, it's a lot of emotional and and physical energy output anyway. Yeah. But also, Thomas is leading all the club music for four different clubs, which, which means, be awesome. Yeah, it's like it's basically he's doing four thirty-minute sets of music in which he's got to convince high school kids that are too cool for school to sing along at the top of their lungs to like Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Et cetera. It's fantastic. I can't wait. But then Lee gets to play songs that he has written for kids and have a little concert every night for three and a half minutes. (laughs) Last night I went up to Christy and I was like, Hey, so babe, you know how I'm doing special music this weekend? She was like, yeah. I was like, do you want to sing some harmonies with me? And she goes, are you insane? <laughs> she was like, no, I don't want to be on stage in front of high school kids. I don't know. I was like, you don't. And she was like, do you know me? Oh, 
She was like, "Are you crazy?" Just a setback right there. Like, uh, yeah. I was like, "Well, we can we can shelve it and talk about it once we're at camp." And she was like, "The answer is no. I don't want to." Let's, do do right, let's just let's just let's talk about this later. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, I, we'll come back to it. We'll keep this <laughs> The answer is no. <laughs> it's a, it's the. In fact, if you bring this up again, it's the hardest of passes. Oh man, so funny. Um, I'm going to your second favorite book of the Bible. Let's go. What is my second favorite? You're going to tell me what Philippians? Yeah. Okay. Because my first favorite book is Hebrews. Hebrews apparently. Yeah. yeah. I think Gosh. this is two weeks in a row that I've been in Philippians. If you're new to the show, Lee bounces around way more than I do. I I tend to get in little rhythms, little ritmos. Qual capitulo? Four. Okay. And we're basically going to look at seven words and. One of those. By the way, it's so hot out here. Yeah, it wasn't earlier. It was fall. Before. Where do we go? That's not but in the sun. We're in the absolute. We're sitting on my back deck, which like blazing is sun. one of my favorite places in the world to be. But um, it, it it's like 73 degrees, but the sun is like 8 million degrees. Your back, your back deck is really nice, but it's really unpleasant right now. Well, then let's do something else somewhere else. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Philippians chapter four, seven words. <laughs> okay. Uh, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Okay. Ooh, that's all we're doing. The thing that, uh, the thing that stood out to me, which like, I like this because Paul kind of gets a little bit like bossy's not the right word, but I do like places where he tells me to do something. Okay. Because it feels like I can, it's like low hanging fruit. Um, what do I need to do today? Well, Paul told me to do this. The scripture said this. So, uh, this is what I'm going to work on today, you know, mm-hmm. which I is always helpful. I'm, I think I can be a pretty literal person at times. So it's good for me to look at something and just say, this is what it says. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, but the thing that really stood out to me out of this, this, this morning was let your gentleness be evident to all. It felt, it felt and like I know this is this is me just saying I like to look at things like I like it when things are literal. I'm now gonna take this. <laughs> I'm like basically getting rid of that concept that I just had and saying that this felt like it was saying more than just be gentle. It's saying like in saying let it be evident to all. Like let your gentleness be evident to all. Uh, it was easy for me to think of this as in like. I need to wear gentleness today. It needs to be my uniform. That way, like if I'm if I'm walking in Kroger, like there's no like if I went to Kroger this past Saturday, nobody's questioning who I'm cheering for at three thirty PM when the Vols destroyed the Gators. Sort of. Uh like nobody's gonna look at me and be like, I wonder what this guy's cheering for. Everybody was very aware that because, Thomas H. Cox Because because of what you were wearing? Yeah, what I'm, were you I'm wearing just a Tennessee T-shirt. You know, like I don't have a jersey, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I have a Tennessee T-shirt. Uh, Is it surprising that you don't have a jersey? I don't, I'm not like a super jersey guy. If I had them, I'd wear them though. Probably. Yeah. I don't really buy clothes, right? Like I have what I have because I've either been given it yeah, by Young Life, yeah, Triple that's C, literally a shirt from the church, or uh, I got it at Christmas from somebody. <laughs> Or I found it at Carm when I was looking for something for a Young Life Club. And I was like, wait, this one's kind of cool. And it was $3. I'm more frugal than I let on, I think. Uh, yeah. But, yes, so I, I, was wearing a, I was wearing a Tennessee 
t-shirt designed by dw designs really cool this little shop here in east tennessee but that's how i thought of this today like yeah because like you're saying sorry i i I sidetracked you but you're saying everybody that saw you in kroger immediately though they don't know anything about you what they know about you for sure is that guy's pulling for the vaults yeah absolutely so that's that's where i went with this today like let your gentleness be evident to all let if anybody knows if they don't know anything else about me, as this chickadee is about to land on my head. Dude, it's the boldest of chickadees. Yeah. I've been watching it. It's been going back and forth from your... It, like, pulls up and then goes from off. From your, like... Are those cedar trees? Uh, they're, like... Cypress? Thuges. Thuge. Okay. Kind of. So, from the thuges over to your bird feeder, over to your deck, it's like... It's doing a dance behind your head, and I keep waiting for it to land on your head. It's the <laughs> boldest of chickadees. Well... Anyways, sorry. I want this chickadee to know that I'm gentle. I, I want, like, if nobody knows anything else about me, it's this, mm-hmm. right? Like, just like like you said, if if uh, next Saturday morning I go to coffee before Tennessee plays LSU, everyone's... Which you I, won't. You'll be at camp. Nah, no, I'm there at bye week this oh, week. Oh, it's week a bye after, week. week after. Oh, okay. Um, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. You're good, man. You're good. Uh, hey, I don't expect you to keep up with the number eight ranked team in the nation. <laughs> Okay, you got your number four ranked team to keep up with, but uh, I, everyone, everyone in Bud's Coffee is gonna know who I cheer for. Period. Whatever I do today, I want that to be what people know about me—that I'm gentle. And if I'm not gentle, then I need to figure it out. So, could I ask you a question? Uh, because yeah. I really, really like this idea. Okay. What What do you think will demonstrate gentleness? Like, I mean, it is such a cool phrase. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Yeah. So what is it that you can do or how can you carry yourself or how can you act so that like, so that it almost is like a Jersey because when you're wearing a Jersey, it's like, I don't, it's like, it's just obvious. I could see you from across the parking lot at, at the K Roger. And I would know that you are, that that you're singing Rocky Top in your heart, right? It's I think it's a great question, and I don't know that like. And again, I think I may have taken this, I may have taken this and no, run no, no. a different direction than what Paul was saying. I don't think so. Actually. Well, I just there there are times where like even in scripture, but especially in like fiction or nonfiction, where you like whatever it is, however someone is described. Like Dumbledore, you just know, like if I ran into this person and I, I would know, like I could have a conversation with you right now, Hmm. whatever that means. Is your face soft? Do you, do you have a a bit of a smile about you? Are you engaging? I mean, those are like things that if you're saying like, Hey, without going to everyone and grabbing their hand and giving it a kiss and saying, I hope you have a wonderful day. And giving my grandmother's little wave creepy tom yeah this is that's just creepy <laughs> but like people i'm not doing that towards i want them to know uh that's who this person is they're like this i want to be approachable i want to be i don't know and like maybe whatever i may be again i may be saying this completely wrong but that's just what you know initially pops in my head yeah so the one thing i know about this not honestly from doing my own research but from hearing tom speak for years is that when the new testament uses that word gentle that it's a word that means essentially it means sweet it's like mm. it's a word that's used of of a breeze that is like when you think of like in the winter time when like 
a really cold, harsh wind blows and you're like, oh, and it chills you to the bone. It's not that. Mm. It's like in the midst of this blazing hot sun-drenched porch right now, if a if a soft little cooling breeze was to go by mm. and we were like, oh man, that's so refreshing. Yeah. Or medicine that goes down smooth rather than harsh. Mm. Um, so like from the 80s when I was growing up, that would be like grape-flavored Robitussin. Yeah. Robot tea. And, um, or it would be like um, wine that is smooth and not sour. Yeah. Um, and like, that's what that word gentle means. It means soft. It means mm. sweet. It means yeah. um, calming. It, it's like to be that person um, like what you're describing, like if, like if a certain percentage of the population, even if they didn't know the Lord just made that the goal of their day, I'm just going to be gentle today and gentle mm-hmm. in a way that means like soft instead of harsh, yeah, sweet instead of biting and bitter. Um, and I want to go down easy. Yeah. Like, that would massively change your experience of living in that town. Mm-hmm. What, what if a certain percentage of people just made that their goal and they and they were able to pull it off? Yeah. Um, but but even more so as a person who knows the Lord, because what he says is, "Let your gentleness be known to all. The Lord is near." Um, some bug just flew into my face. He's just trying to say hi, man. I don't know that it was. I think it was trying to attack me. Um, I, I'm not going to let my gentleness be known to that bug. I'm just going to say that right now. But other than that, like, um, he says, let your gentleness be, be evident to all. The Lord is near. Like, mm. that's your reasoning. The reason is because Jesus is, is close. Um, that's, by the way, I've, I have looked this part up before. That word near could mean, um, like coming soon. Uh, but it also could just mean proximity. That's cool. He's close to you right now. Mm-hmm. Like he's right here. So I love it. Yeah, it's like when I think of that, it's like yeah, I can be, I can be sweet and soft, and and mm. I can go down easy in conversations wow. and, and relationships because I've got the Prince of Peace right next to me, and he's taking care of me, and he loves me, and he accepts me. So I don't, I don't need to prove anything. I don't need to win anything. Um, not even ultimate frisbee. Like I just can just, I can just be. Mm. A little bit. Did you just sneakily slip in Ultimate Frisbee? Well, we had talked about that earlier. We were yeah. talking about the competitive spirit of, of Young Life Camp yeah. earlier. And just like sometimes there's a high school kid, <clears throat> Jake Livengood, that you're just like, I know you're more athletic than me. I don't want you to beat me at this. Hmm. Um, I really like that thought, T. Thanks, buddy. Can we, can we look at Colossians chapter 1? Yes. I just want to look at a super encouraging thing that um, my friend Justin pointed out from this. I got together with a few guys and we were talking about Colossians chapter 1 and um, he just said this, like the thing that he pointed out was just so encouraging. This is uh, verse... Colossians 1? Colossians 1. Okay. Uh, I'm starting in verse 21. Once you were alienated from God... And were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now, so something has changed and it's a new situation. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death. 
to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Mm. Gosh, now you've been reconciled through Christ's physical body because of death. And he's, so he's presenting you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Mm. Like that is a trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been reconciled in such a way that you are holy in his sight you have no blemish and you are free from accusation. I was thinking about when, when Justin pointed this out as being the thing that fired up his heart and imagination about this chapter. Um, the thing I immediately thought about was like every car Christy and I have ever owned has had dings on it, especially right now because we have some teenage drivers, but like what if, and this was the thought I had was like, what if I walked outside my house and like my little Honda Accord was in perfect condition? That's awesome. That's a great thought. No dings. Yeah. And I was like, wait, how did that happen? Like no blemish whatsoever. That's amazing. Like what if tomorrow you walked into the, our little recording studio at church and it was like perfectly clean, <laughs> clean and organized. Oh my word. Do you have enough time for that in a week? <laughs> Be your full-time job this week. That's what I'm, t- I'm talking about, the miraculous reconciliation yeah. through Jesus' physical body. I mean, I'm not going to get any other work done for the entire 40 hours this week. <laughs> I'm just going to clean, clean this studio. this closet that we record in. Like, dude, that's what I want you to imagine. It's something that is so janked up. And then, mm. like, what if you just turned the corner and it was perfect? Yeah, that's sick. It's such a cool idea. Yeah. And so for our dear listener, I want you to think about something like that in your life, like a space in your life that's janked up, or maybe it's your car, or maybe it's whatever. And then all of a sudden, it's just perfect. Mm. Like you round the corner and it's perfect. Um, the truth is that whatever I feel about myself and my past, my whatever, when I look in the mirror and I see all the imperfections and I see all the baggage and everything, that the spiritual truth in the heavenly realms is, I am without blemish. Mm. But not only that, free from accusation. That's cool. No one can accuse me yeah. of anything mm. because I'm holy in his sight. That's I have cool. the righteousness of Jesus, free from blemish and free from accusation. That's amazing. That is staggering. That's really cool. It's crazy. I, there's literally, like, there's nothing I can add to it, you know? I mean, the only thing I. <laughs> you made me think of a thing from the video game Grand Theft Auto, um, which. <laughs> I used to love some GTA. I, I've never played this, so you're going to have to break it down for me. Well, you could own, in GTA Five. there's like these little, like, they're basically chop shops just okay. around Los Santos, okay, Los Can Angeles. you explain what a chop shop is? Well, just like, I don't really know. Basically, okay. they would like fix your car up. And stuff oh, okay, like okay. Yeah, like, yeah. like a mechanic shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and like, uh, you could go in there and like get your t- tires done, paint your car or whatever, add some whatever to it to make it faster but you know when you made enough money you could buy one all those things would become free Uh, and there was a there was a thing you could do like if you drove around and got away from three stars from the police your car's gonna get beat up because you're gonna get shot at you're gonna get right you're gonna run into things you're gonna hit cars parked on the side of the road eventually you're gonna get away but you're gonna look terrible but if you own one like if you don't own one you pull into one of these things you hit square on the ps4 yeah and it takes money out of your bank account and all of a sudden your car's fixed nice if you own it you go in there, hit square. It doesn't take any money out of your bank account, which is they, really they cool. They just fix it because they work. Yeah, but all of a sudden, you just hit a button and your car goes from looking terrible to brand new, which wow. is really cool. It's the only thing I can think of, but it's basically the story you already told. It's such a cool thing. It's like just to be 
like Jesus knows everything. There's no fooling him. There's no pulling any wool over his eyes. Mm. You know, like there's no like you give an excuse and your math teacher buys it. It's like, why isn't your homework in? Well, because, and you tell a story and your math teacher like looks at you sideways and is like, okay, all right. There is no that with Jesus. He knows everything. He knows your entire heart, all your motivations, everything. And yet his declaration over you is actually you're without blemish. Mm. And by the way, no one can accuse you of anything. That's cool. Because you're holy. It's like, it's, it's one of these things that like, this is what, this is what I love about certain places in scripture. It would be really easy to simply read through that and read past it. Yeah. But if you pull the e-brake and just stop for a minute, if you just stop for a minute, think about it, Mm. let it like, like if you took that, that whole little paragraph and just took it on a walk and thought about all my past and who I've been and everything and what it means that in the official record of heaven, I'm without blemish and free from accusation, holy in his sight. It just makes me love him. Mm. That's what it, I guess that's where I wanted to go with this is like, it's just a reason to love Jesus today. It's just a reason to, it's a reason to kind of giggle and say like, I didn't earn it. I didn't do it. I didn't make it happen. I didn't prove anything. I just landed backwards in this situation, which is, it's almost like if you lost your balance walking and you started to fall down a staircase and you're like, great, I'm going to, I'm going to like die or get a terrible injury. But instead what happened is like you won the lottery. Yeah. It's amazing. It's dumb. That's a great, it's crazy. That's cool. It's fantastic. I have nothing to add to this. I guess that's why we call it good news. Yeah. There's, there's literally nothing I can add to it. You just broke it down perfectly. Well, I, I liked your grand theft auto piece. Thanks. It was, I (laughs) just, just making a little story for those of us who are 28 and younger because GTA, uh, GTA five turns 10 next year. Wow. Yeah. The fifth iteration of that game turns 10. Yeah. Which is the newest one. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. They gotta be working on another one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Today's well, podcast has been brought to you by uh, Thomas's back deck, the monarch capital of Oak Ridge, Tennessee. That's really true. Yeah. And, and an extremely bold chickadee. Yeah. Also, today's podcast has been brought to you by um, Young Life Week- Weekend Camp. That's right. Carolina Point, 2022. I just thought of another classic memory of, of Young Life Weekend Camp, was, which was um, ab- like toddler Abigail Reeser getting sick, giving the stomach flu to Bill, who was the program director which meant I had to take over all club music, even though I'd never been to a Young Life club. It's amazing. And um, and Bill was laid up in his bed the whole weekend looking like the godfather. We kept we kept having to have program meetings in his bedroom with him like green oh, in the covers. Poor buddy. Making calls and me and, me and Andy Ogle and Ty Patterson. I love it. <laughs> Just incredible. It's incredible. Just amazing. Um... Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Carolina Point. Thanks, Young Life Camp. Thanks, Thomas's Back Deck. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Sun. Thanks, Grand Theft Auto. Thanks, Sunscreen. I'm Lee. I'm Thomas. This has been Ancient Man. Bye. Come ye disconsolate, where'er ye languish. Come to the mercy seat, fervently kneel. Here, bring your wounded heart. Tell your anguish Earth has no 
sorrow that heaven cannot heal And earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal Joy of the desolate, light of the strain Earth has no sorrow, but heaven can